it great for all of us to be here today, just to share in this moment together? Um, I know that if you're one of our students, Kinsler over here, she has a, a orange basket. Uh, if you have, they have coloring pages for our students, and there's little sticker pages for our kids. There's still some on the uh, on the welcome booth out there. Um, if that's if that's one of those things that you'd like to do, I gave some to some of our senior adults, keep them busy and quiet during the last part of of this as well. But if you'd like one, please go get one. We we, we do not mind. Um, I'm probably never accused of being long-winded in sermons, probably in other areas of my life, but maybe not in sermons. Uh, today I'm going to try and be and be brief, because let's be honest, some of those turkey side effects have not quite worn off yet, um, and, and some of you are maybe, uh, maybe struggling today, but uh, thanks for being here. I know it's, uh, it's great when we have our kids with us, and we share in these moments, uh, moments together as well. But I want to ask some questions, and I want to maybe give uh, some of our students or maybe some of our people uh, an opportunity to talk into a microphone because they love doing that. Uh, what are some of your Thanksgiving traditions? What are some things that you do in your family every Thanksgiving? I'm not talking about how much you eat because that's kind of an everybody, uh, everybody tradition. But even for students, is there anything you want to share, any tradition you and your family have? Come on, be brave just for five seconds. Anybody, anybody have one? You want to you talk about one quickly, McKenna? You can you can hold the microphone. I don't have two of these. Chicken and dumplings. Chicken and dumplings. That's not really a tradition as much as it is a food. But um, do you have like chicken and dumpling wrestling, or what are we talking about here? Okay, you eat chicken and dumplings. Okay, that's that's a well, that's a weird tradition. But anyway, anybody have a real tradition we can talk about today? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anybody else have a tradition you guys do as a family? Anybody else? I'll get you then. Anybody else? You have you have one? No, no traditions. What did you do one year? Box. That sounds like a grand tradition. And I've met you and your brother, and that's a good idea. So that's great. What else? Anybody have any good traditions? Anybody? It doesn't have to just be students. Anybody have one? Lucy, tell us what your tradition is. This is like the whole sermon today, by the way. <laughs> we um, all get in a circle and tell everybody what we're thankful for throughout oh, the week. Oh, okay. How many of you guys do that? Some of your families do that? Okay. Uh, who? You got one? Okay, Lynn, take it away, buddy. We usually have an argument with somebody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's great. What did you argue about this year? You can't say? Because <laughs> there are children in the room. Is that what you mean? Okay. Okay. And Ella, what, what are you going to say? We, had a, we have a tradition? What's um, that? We go camping. Yeah, we go camping pretty much every Thanksgiving, and it's, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, we, we load up and we just go and spend um, some time away. So Thanksgiving for us is really about getting away from family rather than joining with family. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, we, we, we all probably have traditions, whether we, uh, whether we admit them or not or whether we, uh, we talk about them or not. Uh, Haley's mom, who, who passed away a year ago this uh, November, right before Thanksgiving a year ago, she would always start, uh, before we were allowed to eat, we would gather in the living room, we'd all hold hands as a family, make a circle, and everybody had to say what they're thankful for. And, and most people have uh, somewhat of that, of that version. Now, uh, Emery, our youngest, while we were camping, we were walking you know, in our morning walk with our family, and she was starting early. She's like, we've got to get this in. Uh, we've got to make sure that we share what we're thankful for. Um, I think we all know Thanksgiving is a time of giving thanks. It's not called Thanksgiving. It's called Thanksgiving. Uh, sometimes I think we spend too much of our lives focused on getting thanks or getting praise or getting affirmation than we do on actually giving it. 
You know, if I think about just this time or, or just this concept, I've never met a happy person who is not a thankful person. Just think about that. The people that are happiest in your life, the people that you meet and go, man, they're always happy. They've always got something good to say. They're usually very thankful people. Some people that are grouchy and criticizy, they generally are not happy people. And it usually, uh, those two things seem to go together. Look, historically, Thanksgiving, the actual Thanksgiving, was a meal of peace. It was about people coming together and sharing different cultures, different experiences, different traditions, and building something. It was a time to sit at the table together. And all the arguments or fights that we had all the other time, we were able to lay aside so that we could share in a moment of giving thanks, realizing that it is bigger than us. Now, you've heard me talk enough about Christmas lights every year because I talk about it every single year. And, And one of the things I'll say is if you have a nativity scene at your house, that does not include a camel, uh, you do not have a real nativity scene, okay? So if you don't have a camel, you need to go out and get you a camel because camels make the nativity scene. If you don't have one, it doesn't count. God does not recognize nativity scenes without camels, okay? you got to be clear. And don't go and throw a a box of cigarettes out there because that's cheating. And let's be honest, okay? Some of the younger people are like, what are they talking about? Just You're a couple years away from knowing. Don't worry. Um... But the reality, the other thing that I read, one of my pet peeves, you guys know what my pet peeves are with Christmas lights. If you have a cross in your Christmas lights, I'm just like, oh, no. There is a holiday for that. It's going to happen in March or April of next year. This is the birth, not the death, celebration. But it's kind of a joke. And I will tell you this. It's one of those things that I think what people are really saying is that they are grateful that God has made his way into the world. And they're grateful for that. In fact, when we think about our faith, you can never accept grace until you've been thankful to God. You know, until we recognize all that God has done, it's very hard for us to step into that story. But think about this. Are we thankful for what we have, or are we resentful about what we don't have? Think about our language. Do we spend our lives going, I'm so thankful that I have this and this and this? Or do we spend more time going, well, I don't have this and I don't have this and I wish I had something else? You know, the funny thing that I've learned, I think, in in my own life, God will never give you more when you're not thankful for what you have. If you say, "Well, well, the next thing I get, then I'll be thankful, you'll never get there. It's only when you're thankful with what you have now that God will entrust you with more things. You know, the word thanksgiving is uh, not not in the meal sense. The word thanksgiving is mentioned over 130 times in the Bible. There's so many places. You don't have to look far. If you just look up thanks or thanksgiving or thankfulness or whatever it might be, there's so many uh, inferences in Scripture about that word and how important that is. Think about uh, Psalm 107, verse 1. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, his love is good endures forever that we should start by giving thanks to god because he is a good god and he has provided us with so many things or psalm 100 verse 4 it says enter his gates with thanksgiving in your hearts and his his courts with praise give thanks to him and praise his name when we come into the temple when we come into the presence of god our response should be we're thankful wow god wants me in his presence our praise should be focused on giving thanks. Or 1 Thessalonians uh, that we talked about just this last week, 
with Paul and some of the others write to this church and they say, we always thank God for you and we remember you continually in our prayers. We're grateful for you, church. That's what Paul's saying to these people. Or even when you, when you read some of his other writings like Philippians chapter 4, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. Thanksgiving is just a part of what we should do, that we should always be, be thankful in our prayers. When we pray, we should express this idea of thanksgiving. God, thank you that you've given me life. Thank you that I have a place to live. Thank you that I have a family and a job and whatever, whatever else there is. You see, when we ask what are our Thanksgiving tra- tra- uh, tra- traditions, sorry, let me try to do that again. What are our Thanksgiving traditions? Hopefully, we're learning in that moment to give thanks for what we have. It's not generally a time of complaint. I mean, in Lynn, in your house, it seems to be. But our Thanksgiving traditions are a moment to give thanks. But we have to learn to practice Thanksgiving. You know, if you talk, if you ask people, if you have a conversation with new people, where do you live? And one of the questions we often ask people is, what do you do? Right? It's, I don't know why we like this question. We never, we never look at them and say, hey, what good books have you read lately? Uh, we always say, well, what do you do? Because we, we need to know, you know, if you're a used car salesman and I'm about to buy a new car, I want to be your friend. Okay? Uh, if you're a plumber, we may need one of those. So I'm going to be nice to you, you know. If you're a teacher, I mean, I'm past that. Nobody, nobody needs that anymore. Um, it's not worth it, you know. Uh, we're thankful for you. But if you ask people about medicine, you don't do medicine. What do we say? You practice medicine. Now, sometimes when you go into the doctor, it feels like they're practicing. Yeah, let's just try this. Okay, let's try this. Okay. We say the same thing with law. We don't do law. We practice law. Now, if, if, if my life's on the line, and you're like, let's just give this a shot, see if this works. Okay, I'm not super comfortable, but at least people do engineering. People don't practice engineering. If somebody's like, we're going to practice with this bridge, that's not a bridge I want to be near, right? But I think the idea behind that is saying, listen, it's, it's an expanding field. It's something that we're learning new things every single day. And so we have to be open to that moment of teaching. And I think thankfulness is the same way. We don't do thankfulness, we practice it. And the more we practice it, the better we will get at it. I think we, we struggle. It's so easy for us to complain. It's so easy for us to find what's wrong with something. But when we practice thankfulness day in and day out, it'll start to become a part of our daily life. How do you practice thankfulness? Well, you start small. Try to be thankful for the little things that you see in your world every single day. The other thing is do it every day. Don't just be thankful once a year or once a week. Try to wake up and say, what am I thankful for today? What's, what's valuable to me? What's important to me today? Tell the people who you're thankful for. I, I say this at almost every single service that I do when it comes to funerals or other things. I say, tell the people that you love that you love them now. Don't wait till they're gone to tell them how thankful you are for them or how good they are. Maybe you have to go home to your spouse and say, hey, I'm thankful for you. 
for your kids. I'm thankful for you. When you look at your world, be thankful for what you have. Don't just be critical of what's not in the room or where you're not. Be thankful for what you actually have. Find things to be thankful for. Don't don't wait for, well, I'll be thankful when something good happens for me. Go out and look for things that you can be thankful for. Any person that you talk to, listen, sometimes we have to have hard conversations with each other. But tell that person that you're thankful for them before you tell them what they can do differently. If people came up to me and said, hey, we love you. You're, you know, overall, you're doing a great job. Just one or two things. We, you know, we'd like you to maybe work on this. When people know that they're appreciated and they feel thanked for things, it means the world. They'll hear that so much better. And then you rinse and repeat. You just keep doing this. And the more that we do this, if we do this every single day, we will learn to be thankful that word thankful should define more things in our lives in a world where (laughs) everything's critical everything's negative everything's wrong why don't we just start by being thankful why don't we just maybe when we pray okay God this is what I want you to work on say Thank you that I get to be a child of yours. Thank you that I get to be a part of your kingdom. I think if we live this out, it would change the world that we're in. And as Christians, we should be the most thankful people. Don't you agree? But I don't know that the world's seeing a lot of thankfulness from us. I don't think the world's seeing a lot of thankfulness or positivity about anything right now. So what if we just started small? When somebody does something nice, tell them thank you. Just be a part of something. Be a part of a movement of thankfulness. Practice it every day. Practice it in your homes. Practice it in your marriage. Practice it in your workplace. Because it ultimately is a reflection of how we feel about God and how thankful we are with Him. That every place we go into... If we start with thanksgiving, we're entering God's courts, whether it be at church, at home, in our workplaces. If we're carrying thanksgiving with us, God is always amidst the, among that or as a part of that. Maybe we just need to practice thankfulness a little bit more. As we practice, we'll get better. We'll never perfect it, but we'll get better. And then it's not just something that we do just once a year. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you guys being a part of what we're doing. I'm thankful for the constant support of our pastors and our people. I'm thankful that people get here early in the morning and rehearse so we can have great times of worship. I'm thankful that we have technology, even though this morning it was a bear. I'm thankful for you. Thankful that you came in here today happy and smiling and giving your best. Let's start by being thankful. So, Father, today... We want to just say those words. Thank you. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you have given. Thank you for what you continue to do in our lives. So, Father, today I just pray that you would fill us with an overwhelming sense of gratitude. 
God, the, the Bible tells us that we are simply jars of clay that you fill. That we are broken vessels, but when, when you feel your presence in us, <laughs> it changes us. And we pray today that you would allow our hearts to stop and just be thankful, to begin with thanksgiving, not just as a meal or tradition, but as a part of our life. And we thank you, Jesus, most of all, for giving everything we might be in relationship with the Father. And as we sing, as we continue today, we pray that you would give us a sense of gratitude. We ask this all through Jesus. And the church together.